We live in a world where pizza is the universal language of love and there's an entire subculture of women out there who only want you for your beard. We get it. Dating can be ridiculous. So why not embrace it? Tinder. Swipe right. Welcome back to Waiting for a Date, Pedestrian TV's brand spanking new dating podcast that will hopefully make you feel a little more okay about your dating life or lack thereof. The year was 2011. I was a schoolgirl with a fake ID and I had just started seeing a gentleman I met at Chapel Street's once iconic warehouse nightclub. He was everything I'd ever wanted in a guy. Tall, dark, handsome, sensitive, kind and in possession of a valid driver's licence. One night, he invited me to go to the drive-in movies with him. I was stoked. He picked me up from my best friend's house in his Holden Commodore and away we drove. We settled in to watch the movie, he held my hand and in the words of a Love Island contestant, I felt it in my fanny. After a while, he decided we should get out of the car and go and get a hot jam donut. I obliged, but what happened next shook me to my core. As he exited the vehicle, I witnessed something I will never forget. His shoes. His horrible, terrible shoes. On his feet were the chunkiest all-white Nike Air Force high tops I had ever seen. They practically came halfway up his shins. I don't know what it was about these particular shoes that made me feel so ill. Maybe it's because they took me straight back to the land of 2007 blue light discos and Supray slogan t-shirts, and I did not like to eat, sleep, rave and repeat. I felt a drop in my stomach and away went the fanny flutters, and this felt like a deal breaker for me. I didn't want to be so superficial, but I couldn't really help it. It's been seven years and those blindingly white wheels still haunt my dreams. Thankfully, I did give love a chance and we ended up having a long and relatively fulfilling relationship. And if I'd stuck and thought that the shoes were a deal breaker, I would have never experienced my first love. And that takes us on to our first, our topic for this whole podcast today, which is deal breakers. James Simon, deal breakers. Everyone's got one. You've probably um, done some deal breakers in your time, committed some. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I had a rat's tail for a while, um, so that was maybe a deal breaker with some. See, but that's the whole thing about a deal breaker. That's a deal maker for me. I like a guy with a shit haircut. It actually worked. Yeah, in a relationship it. now, thanks to the rat's tail. Is it because of the rat's tail though? It went a long way. Mm. Let's get straight into fashion. So I have a thing with high tops. I can't deal with a man wearing shoes that come anywhere above his like ankle. Do you guys have any shoes that you don't like seeing on a woman? No, not. I don't think it's. Sh- I mean, unless it's like impractical heels. Crocs are a deal maker for me. <laughs> deal maker. Yeah. If you see a woman in Crocs, you think. Yeah, I think she can definitely cut sick. Okay, G-Shock watch. Deal breaker for me on a girl. Yeah. That's well. Yeah, it's deal breaker. Mm, obviously. That's crazy. It's Why is ma- it? Because it'd be huge. Yeah, it's going to be bigger than <laughs> be <her>. crazy. <laughs> what What about a shell necklace? If it was two thousand and four, still, yes. But today, no. I went out with a girl once and uh, she had a huge ass crystal and was wearing nothing but hemp. And that was oh a deal God. breaker for me. Where <laughs> did you find her, Ishka? Oh. Mercury was in retrograde. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about good and bad energy. As much as I, you know, that story sounds really superficial, I've had a guy say to me 
you, like you need to change your shoes. My ex-boyfriend once, we were going to a party with his friends and I was wearing these big sort of like Jesus sandals. It was like 2013, so those big chunky sandals are really in fashion. And he literally made me go down to surf, dive and ski and buy some Havianas because he wouldn't let me go to his friend's party. <laughs> you not, know? not basic enough, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't have any love for yeah. fashion. So as a female, I just see guys and I think, oh, you look cool or you don't look cool. But I don't know the ins and outs of like what's weird or lame to wear as a guy. Like is a FUBU vest cool? Yes. <laughs> it's cool, right? Is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, like, because you said you have the the phobia of, of high tops. Like Nike Air Force One shoes are like not my thing, but some people think they're really cool. So who knows? That's what I mean, you know though. What I mean? Are they cool? Seriously, I mean, like, it's it's it's. I think it's a preference thing, I, and there are certain, there are different kinds of high tops. Like, some aren't as bad as others, right? Do you guys have a cutoff for age from um, young to old? What is that thing that everybody used to say? Half your age plus six, plus seven. I seven, heard. Seven, that Who weird says that? One? I don't know. That's, that's when, what people when you're say in when... high school and you like want to date older people, you're like, oh, it's okay. Cause... I didn't really ever get the opportunity. Oh, to be Isn't fair, your girlfriend now older than you? Yeah, but like, not heaps. How much? Um, six years. That's pretty big for someone in their twenties, I think. Yeah, she's actually only like four years older than me. I just got that wrong, so oh. she's gonna <laughs> hate me. Um, Does she listen to this? I uh, hope not. Um, God, I hope not. Don't tell her about it. Um, <laughs> I'm actively making sure she does listen to this. So no. Um, what podcast? Uh, no. I mean, like for me, it's kind of like the, I don't really have a set age in my mind, like a limit that I've actually like decided on. But I, you know, like let's like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I date someone over. 50 like that's right. you know I mean like because it might be like a young 50 year old but like like really is, I'm not gonna like you know what I mean it's not really compatible what's well, not gonna work what about for a short term thing though does that change the age remember fling with a 75 year old woman is what you're asking <laughs> would, I have a, would I have a short term fling with a 75 year old woman <laughs> maybe probably not but never say never you know what about you Simon do you like uh, isn't your girlfriend younger yeah six years younger okay so you've kind of gone the opposite I've gone the opposite way. Yeah. Has anyone mistaken you for her father in the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> Older brother. Older brother. Yeah, cool. That's cool. That kind she of doesn't weird. get ID'd around me anymore. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm doing something for her. That's positive. I have a thing for older guys. Um, How much older, though? Like a lot older. So when oh. I was in high school, I'd date someone seven years older. Mm. And that was like a big thing in high mm. school, you know. And then my other boyfriend was 14 years older than me. Wow. Can so, I just interject quickly on the dating older guys in high school? It's funny. Yeah. When I was in, in high school, I always saw the girls get picked up by the older guy after yes. school. And I thought to myself, this is what I thought, though. I thought the whole time I was like, look, I'm a bit, bit of a loser at high school and stuff, but one day I'll be that guy. <laughs> and guess what? I never was. I just got, I just, I somehow just skipped that whole step and just became the, the, the slightly too old guy that yeah. was like then a freak. So it's like, wh- where was my like window of being the cooler, older guy that picked up the girls at school and was like, ooh, it's, it's Jamesy, he's got the car and he's a cool guy. I just went from just like, like school to just like, just like straight away into like weird jobs and then I'm now just like too old for them and like, yeah, so that never happened. You're not missing out on much. It's time for Rate a Date, where we invite someone, usually a colleague from the office in, and get them to rate a recent date out of five. So, if you've been on any uh, dates with anyone from the pedestrian TV office lately, I would suggest exiting your browser right now. And today, I have Chris from Sales. Hi, Chris. Hi, Lucinda. How are you? I'm so good. Give us your ID. Who are you? Who do you go for? At the moment, anyone, to be honest. I'm a bit barren in terms of... um, (laughs) the market at the moment so yeah you're recently single aren't you recently single yes unfortunately okay but feeling good about it or yeah yep 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of hurt in the room. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, you told me this story that I need you to repeat about a disaster date. Can you just start from the beginning, please? Yes, of course. This guy had actually been chasing me for a while um, and super wealthy, super, like, super well off. I gave in and I went on the date. I went to a really expensive restaurant um, in the eastern suburbs. Anyway, so I thought the date went really well. Um, he dropped me off. Wait, what did you eat? Um, it was Catalina down in uh, Rose Bay. Okay, sounds fancy. So exy, and I'm in hardly positioned. And I only said yes because I thought free Catalina. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so anyway, yes. Yeah, so the bill came to I guess about like six hundred dollars, and then for two um, people, for two people, and then dropped me off in the Range Rover. Thought everyone was cool. As I'm walking up the stairs to my share house, I get this message, and it said, "Hey, Chris, had a really good night tonight, but unfortunately didn't really go to as planned. Here's my BSB and account number. Would you please transfer me half for dinner?" You are kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Wish I had the message right now to show you, but oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't write back. I was so shook um, that, yeah, I just ignored it. And he actually sent a follow-up message the following day. Saying what? If I got the above message. So, oh my God. Yeah. So, y- And rewind. this person is extremely wealthy and I guess that's what happens with wealthy people. They don't pay for anything. As oh, per this and you're story. in your share house just thinking, how am I going to get this $300? This, yeah, yeah. And there's no afterpay for dates, is there? No, not yet. <laughs> Maybe that's my business idea. I think it is. Mm. Screw him. Yeah. So just rewind. You got out of the Range Rover. Mm-hmm. And how long were you already in the house? Or were you up the stairs? Walking up the stairs. So he's obviously sent it whilst driving off in the Range Rover within five minutes of dropping me off. Was he Shocking. expecting sex? I would assume so. Yeah, Is that yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, six hundred worth of <laughs> hot sex. <laughs> wow. So, who chose the re- who chose to go to Catalina? He actually chose Catalina. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you are the one saying, Choosing, "Let's exactly. go on this date. Let's go here," yeah. you pay. And he'd been chasing me for so long, like it'd been like months, like six right? months. Yeah, yeah. Well, it comes back to that whole thing of like when you're at a bar and a guy buys you a drink and you feel almost obliged. I know when I was younger, I used to get like that. And I think people can use it as a tactic. Like mm. I think maybe he chose Catalina to try and... Totally, yeah. Bait I've, you. Yeah. I think Catalina is definitely a punchy option. I don't think... Doesn't people even buy people drinks anymore? Like I just don't think... That's never really happened to me. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Is Maybe it, not. Yeah, I yeah. haven't been bored of drinking ages. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad. That's the thing, though. Male and male dating. I know usually when male and female yeah. dating in the old days, the man pays. What happens? Yeah. In the well, gay this world? is the question I get asked a lot, actually. Um, who pays? Like, I personally am always a payer. Um, because I just can't stand the like, not the bill shock. I guess. Like, I can't stand the awkwardness. So I'm just like, get the credit card out. Let's just cover this and but depends how much you like the person as well and but I have been in situations now where people are splitting bills because like dating is expensive especially in Sydney as well so, yeah and more and more dates that I go on it's splitting is pretty common now especially with guys and guys yeah yeah wouldn't you just think let's just go to grilled so we can pay separately yeah totally well that's the thing the bat- sushi train is actually the most perfect date because they give you like the little like so you can sit there at sushi train and they will give you like a separate piece of paper so it's oh. actually like the perfect date We live in a world where there are plenty of catfish in the sea and ghosting went from supernatural to natural. We get it. Dating can be rough. So for now, why not take it easy? Tinder. Swipe right. 
Today we have a very exciting guest. Her name is Erin Barnett and you would remember her from Love Island. She was the 23-year-old who was dating Eden. Um, they came second, sadly, to Taylor and Grant. Erin, uh, how are you doing? Oh, hi, very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. When did you wrap filming? Um, so we got home on the 6th of July. Oh, no, the 8th of July, sorry. Yeah, so literally a few days after it aired, we went home. What was the very first thing that you did when you left the villa? Uh, so the first thing we did was we went to the bar of our hotel and ordered drinks because you're only allowed to, to have two wines, two glasses of wine in the villa, so oh, we drank as much as we could. You were only allowed two glasses of wine a night? Yeah, so like whenever we were drinking in the villa, whenever there was a special occasion, we were only allowed to have two um, glasses of wine. Really? Yeah, we felt free. Freedom. When we got out, we could just drink as many drinks as we wanted. Oh, my God. I, I had no idea that they had a limit on drinking because it sort of looks like you guys are just constantly drinking. Yeah, no. Gosh, no. And so you said, you know, being with Eden for six weeks was really full on. Um, do you think that helped you get to know each other quicker and have a really strong bond? Yeah, I think it it makes your relationship very different from everyone else's relationship in, in the world because you can never say, it's like just picking a random from the street and being like, you live with me now for 24-7. <laughs> like, you, you bond on a different level than you would if I met him out in a nightclub or something. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that being with him is like one of the most intense relationships you've ever had or how does it stack up compared to your exes? Oh, I just feel like I've known even longer than I have known anyone. So you're with each other for 24 7. So I lived with him straight away. He's all in my makeup straight away, something in the bed with him straight away. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a lot better than any relationship I've ever had. Because yeah, we, like, yeah. we have to get to know each other very quickly. If something he did would shit you, you'd tell him and vice versa. Have you kept up this dynamic since leaving the house? Yeah, of course. Exactly what you see is what you get with both of us. Like, if we have a problem with each other, we have a problem then and there. We're not going to be like, hey, can we get home? Or, wait, so I'll talk about it in a few days. But, no, no, let's have the problem now so we can get over it and live our lives. <laughs> let's have the conversation right here in the nightclub. I don't care. Yeah. None <laughs> of everyone do not care. <laughs> Yes, I love it. And in the past, what have your past relationships been like? I know in the in the teasers for the show, you sort of said you don't put up with shit oh, and like yeah. that kind of stuff. Has has that influenced your dating life? Yeah, so with my ex, I was with him for three years. Once I broke up with him, that's when I completely turned my life around with what I want in a guy and how I was treated. Right. So um, I just decided I would never let anyone treat me badly or tell me what to do. And if I'm not happy with the guy, I'll tell him then and there. We can try and fix it. If it doesn't work, we move on straight away. Yeah, so I have this like one chance thing now. So if you screw up once, it's over. Yeah, it's done. I'm not going to keep being like, I'll give you another chance because that's when normally you end up being stuck in a relationship mm. and people end up being stuck because they give you their chances. So one chance and that's it. One chance, one shot, one opportunity in the words of Eminem. Yeah, to see if anything you ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. brings me, Grant and Taylor, like obviously... Um, they broke up because Taylor found out that Grant had a girlfriend before coming onto the show. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. There were also, there was rumours around Eden that he had a girlfriend. Is that true? Yeah, no, there were rumours about it, but they weren't true because he told me about this girl like day two in the villa that he was seeing someone before he came onto the show, but they cut it off before he came in. Uh. So he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't have a girlfriend, but he was seeing someone like a, 
away from something before. That so he, she knew that he she he she knew that he was going on a dating show. Right. So it just is what it was. But it wasn't a girlfriend or anything. Someone he was like casually seeing. And they're not in contact at all anymore. Oh, no, definitely not. Not made sure of that. <laughs> you definitely made sure of that. What, what's yeah. your opinion on the whole Grant and Taylor situation? Oh, it's just it's crazy. I don't think you've been asked me. I don't really have much of an opinion. It's just um, crazy that it happened so soon outside of the villa. Does it make um, you think that, like, they just put it on to win, or do you think Taylor really was blindsided? I think that um, Taylor probably was really blindsided. I feel like... Um, the only thing I was annoyed about was it was just it wasn't really discussed in the villa, mm. um, and it happened in the villa. If that makes sense, I feel like I should have spoken about it in the villa because it was reality. Oh. Um, but I think that um, outside, I think they did try and work it out. It looks like they tried to work it out and they just couldn't. Right, right. Because oh. it's a trust thing. I mean, her trust was broken. What's going to happen with you and Eden? Is uh, is one of you going to move cities, or have you discussed that? Yes, unfortunately, I am. Oh no, um, you come to Sydney. I, I know. I said to him after August, he's got this America trip. I don't know if he's still doing it or not, but after August, um, I'll move into his place in Sydney. He said that he'll see Melbourne go. He's like, you know, we'll see how I'm going to Sydney, and then I'll see if I want to come to Melbourne. <laughs> Very cheeky. Is it boring sometimes being in there? Oh, surprisingly, I never thought you could get over tanning, but I was actually <laughs> bored of tanning. And that's a thing. That is an actual thing. Because, like, you wake up and, like, it was, like, week six, and I'm like, okay, what can we do now other than tan? Like, is there a TV? Is there Instagram, Facebook? Like, what is my life? And there's nothing. You just had to tan. Did you wear yeah, sunscreen? You actually, yeah, no, of course, sunscreen all the time. It was like, yeah, the, they had the urine and they had sunscreen, like, positioned everywhere in the villa. So every you want to, you had to. Oh, good. Right, right, right. Slips off slap. And what advice would you give to people who are maybe going to go on the next season? Um, I would definitely tell them just to be yourself. Even if you think someone might not like you on, like, in the villa or outside watching, you just don't care. You have to have that personality where you just don't care if someone's going to like you or love you or hate you. Like online, people can be really vicious. Like, did you read comments on the Love Island socials? Like, have you looked yeah, through those? Yeah, of course, yeah. When we came out, we got told there was some hate towards Eve and I, so we were reading it and then we turned it around and, you know, showed people that they should love us. Um, and you've got to have thick skin. And so, like, mm. I can't be insulted very easily. Like, I don't know if I'm missing brain cells or something, but <laughs> if someone calls me, like, a bitch or something, I'm like, oh, I am sometimes, so I can't get angry at you now. Because, <laughs> like, that's right. true. So, like, you've got to be really thick-skinned and just remember that those people are just taking time out of their day to talk about you and you are not, you don't know who they are, so it doesn't matter. It's all relevant and mean things and they say things. It's all irrelevant. I love that. Thank you, Erin. Um, I enjoyed watching you. You were very entertaining. You kept me and my housemates very entertained for a few weeks there, so thank you. You're um, welcome. Do you guys have like a deal breaker of a drink? Like if I, if you were on a date with me and it was mm. first date and I came up and like my first drink was like, okay, I'm getting a pina colada. Is that, is that a little bit of fun or is that a little bit like, what is this That's guy? big dick energy. If a guy took me on a date and was like, let's get pina coladas, I would just be, I'd be so there.
for do you it. Not, do you not think pina coladas might be a bit too, like a bit too much? Like that's a bit too. I'm trying to not care. Like this is. Like, I'm trying to have a fun. Like I'm trying to be fun. Yeah, maybe. So where, it's, it's a bit pino. It's a bit pino cruise though, isn't it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like where is our line then? Pino cruise vibes. Not is sexy. it? Is it like the Midori slice agreeable? Oh yeah. See, that's not funny. Okay, okay. So the wet pussy is way too far. So no, no vodka fantas. Well, it's like when you go to those bars and they've got stupid names for drinks. It's and you hear the person you're with pronounce like, "Hey, I'd like a what's a really awkward name? Wet pussy. Wet pussy. I can't even. Yeah, you have to say just give me the number four. Yeah, or just point <laughs> at it. Can I, can I have a, can, I, can I have three? Can I have three weapons? <laughs> no one wants to say that. No. And what, what about for you, listener? Is there like if, if a guy orders, so are you judging them yeah, based do you think off there's the drink different they order? Standards like, do I have to have like you know? I'll have a whiskey neat, but you're allowed yeah. to get away with, like, a, a vodka sunrise. Like, if I come up and get a vodka sunrise and I'm, like, with an umbrella, <laughs> is that, like, you know, do we do we live in two different standards because I'm a man and you're a woman? I would hope not. I would like a guy who goes and gets the umbrella, but that's just me. That's just my non-deal breaker, and everything that we're talking about is personal, isn't it? And I'll tell you what, here's a tip. If a guy orders um, scotch on the rocks, they're mm. broke. <laughs> do you know why? Because I order that and I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> You're not suave. You just. I'm trying to look like I'm not broke. Okay, let me hit you with this. Let's say you're on a date and this chick rocks up in a Commodore. I'm just going to it. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. And she's got like hot pink. It's a hot pink Commodore, and she's got hot pink personalized number plates, and it says B A D B T C. Bad bitch. I'm 100 percent into that. I'm into it. If it said, if it said. Stacy ninety four. I'd be like, <laughs> go away. But if it's bad, be uh, bad bitch. We'll give it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm there. Yeah, if it's like Daddy's Little Princess, but Ooh. whatever the abbreviation for that is, or something, and it's like a Range Rover, then it's like nah. But if it's like funny and it's like a sick Commodore, so it depends on the context. Of, of the course, car. of course, it depends on. Yeah, it totally depends. I mean, on if the they context. roll in in a lime green WRX, I'm there no matter what. Do you think we get old though? them picking you up in this car because nah. people would take photos put on brown cardigan I'm into that really I've been brown cardigan before don't worry oh, you're used to it You've I'm been... so used to it I've been burned as well don't worry What? not everyone rides a Segway to the shops what, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I wasn't aware that wasn't cool what about deal makers let's turn this around I want to talk about the things that really make you happy about someone something that you know, maybe maybe their shoes are terrible, but they've got a great sense of humour, and that sort of brings it home for you. Are we all just now going to repeat that, like, they have to be funny? Because that's <laughs> exactly so. what everybody says every time. When somebody's like, what are you attracted to? Oh, yeah, they've got to be funny. They're going to have a sense of humour. Let's be real, they've got to have a piece on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're all thinking. James, you single? <laughs> no, but humor is such a big thing. Like some people are sarcastic. I find sarcasm. I can't deal with it. That's a deal, a deal breaker for me. But if you find like um, Sasha Baron Cohen funny, then I'm like wet for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you have to fucking take that out. That sounds so gross. I was trying to be edgy. So. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm so sorry, mum. No, Sasha Baron Cohen. I would. I would like that. What about you guys? Um, I think more importantly. They have to find me funny. Right. They have to be. That's they, the most they important thing. To, they, That's a good like, point. I didn't think about like, that. They good definitely point. have to be like, funny. If, if, they, if you don't find me funny, like there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. let's be real. I mean, if they're not laughing at my jokes, then it's just like kind of painful. Yeah, I agree with that. You might have different tastes in shoes. Maybe you think high tops are really great, James, and I think they're fugly. But if we can both be open, 
This sounds like some sort of Oprah segment. A hundred percent. No, but I think also, and I think also, if you know, if if you're if if you've got your deal breakers and you're judging someone else, don't forget that you know you might be feeling insecure and just you know hope that they're not judging you as well. That's the other thing, right? Yeah, a lot of these. Because what things... if you're the one that's the deal breaker? You know, yeah, Let's, and then yeah. if you spend too much time thinking about what, what, how they're how they're you know the deal breaker, then maybe it's you. I think that's a really good point. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, maybe instead of focusing so much on that stuff, you do need to think it to yourself. Like they're probably forming their own opinions of me as well. So let's kind of try and look past that and just look at what's important. And what is important? Not shark tooth necklaces, <laughs> G-Shock watches. <laughs> and just like the last person you slept with, waiting for a date is finished before you know it. Please like, comment and subscribe so you can keep up to date with the latest. And if you've got feedback or any stories you reckon deserve a place on the potty, message Pedestrian TV on Facebook. We would love for you to slide in. Say hi to your dad for me. We live in a world where no one's ever looking for drama. But then again, flirting with disaster is the best kind of flirting. We get it. Dating can be a sexy contradiction. So why not embrace it? Tinder. Swipe right.